Welcome to episode 130 of the GB7 podcast. It's the guy everybody loves. Nobody like Dave. I'm here in my second home, the PCB Studios, with the PCB CEO himself, Boost. What's up? It's the GB7. Yeah, man. Uh, co-workers took a couple of days off, mm-hmm. you know. We uh, we give out paid time off over here. Uh you can take off as much time as you can afford. Uh, we miss you, Moni. We miss you, Ryan. Uh, right. You know we gonna <laughs> hold it down, though. Hold it down, P.O.P. We gonna hold it down. Uh, Boost, how's your mental? I'm good, bro. I'm in a good space, bro. I've been, uh, I've been chilling. I ain't been doing shit. Uh, how's chilling. work? Work been fine. I went to the zoo uh, this week, which was cool. It was raining the day we went, but... Went to the zoo and shit, man. Man, it was it was all right though. Took the vets to the zoo. Yeah, they went to the zoo. That's and shit. crazy as fuck. So did you have to announce and describe every? Well, well y'all most left? most of the veterans are not totally blind. They're, they they okay. have low vision. So okay. the ones that went are usually the ones that can see, and they take them on these events. I go all all these events. They take them to show them that the devices we training you on, you can use outside so they take their devices with them and they use them while they at the zoo so if they got low vision they got magnifiers or they got aura cams that can describe their surroundings like they got all these different devices that they can use i never heard of aura cams what 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 is aura cam aura cam is it, it connects to the veterans glasses and they just press a button on the side of it and it can describe like the person you can you can actually program people in it like scan their faces and then say this is Ken and then they'll be like oh so when they see me next time they'll scan my face and they'll be like it announced to them like Ken and they'll be like oh that's Ken right there do it do objects too I'm I'm yeah. so fascinated by this I swear to god uh it's not like I'm trying to drag it out no no I, but like can you be like a can of pepsi you yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah, like it, it, it can tell you, it can it can read for you, like you can push it and it'll read a can and tell you what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what it's for. Dope as fuck. So they can actually like, if you can't see, oral camera's good. If you low vision and you can't read, that's good for you too. So it's like it's just reading everything on the. And text. you took them out so they can use it in real, in real world, world real applications. World, yeah, like, like when they go out with their families and they want to go places, they can. They know they got a device that can help them see and like read menus. Like they, they take them out to eat. They take them everywhere just to get that's them dope as fuck, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, and I get to enjoy some of those vacations. We live in the future. Field trips. <laughs> we live in the future. Uh... Anything else at work that was dope? Nah, it was it was a cool week though. I, I did a lot of work. My people gave me a lot of work this week, but I crushed it. Like I just really just knocked that shit out the park. Yeah. And I I had the mindset in my mind, I was like, 
if they're going to give me all this work, because if I do my job, they got to do their job. So I was like, I had to look at the silver lining in it. Like, all right, you gave me a lot of work, but if I finish it, I'm giving you a lot of work. Yeah. And that's how I looked at it. So now I just be knocking that shit out like, oh, I ain't even going to waste my time. I'm going to go ahead and get it done. They're going to be mad at me because I'm going to book all these appointments down the line on their ass. And they're going to be like, damn, I got a lot of work to do this week. You fucking right. You shouldn't have gave it all to me. Uh, Do any fly shit? Oh, yeah. I just, nigga, I'm on an all-night flight right now. Right. I, w- I went to Columbus yesterday. Yes, my, sir. My dude, AG birthday party. Shout out, AG. Shout out, AG. Um, that's my that's my dude to do the massages and shit. Mm-hmm. So he uh he texted me and told me he was having a little birthday party. And I was like, he was like, it's on Saturday. It's, it don't start to 8 o'clock at night. And I'm like, bro, I got a podcast the next day. But I was like, he don't really never text me personally. Like, I see him post stuff. And I don't go to stuff that people just post. You got to actually invite me personally, and I'll go. So I was like, all right. And he was like, bring Kurt with you if you go, if you come. I said, all right. So I called Kurt, like, Kurt, you trying to go to Columbus? He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm out. You know For sure. <laughs> Kurt, like, yeah. Yeah. So it ain't make it no better, though, that we had to help my sister move yesterday, too. So during the morning, we did a whole move out of her house to a storage and all types of different places. Did she have it packed? Yeah, it was packed up okay. and, and tanks right. and shit. So we just really had to just load a truck. I hate when I got to move people and they ain't got shit packed. Oh, no, we had a lot of loading. Pack everything. That's all we was loading. Yeah, y'all was loading. We was That's loading good. and on unload. That's good. So I, I mean, it's bad, but... It took us about... It, I was with them for... I mean, I got there like 9.30 and I left at like 1.30. So, I mean, and they were still doing shit when I left. But I had to go, you know what I'm saying, get Tia from work and get myself ready because I was about to go to Columbus. She get pizza? Who? She feed y'all? Nah, we ain't even get fed because it was it was a rush for me. I actually was like, sis, I'm going to help you as long as I can. But you know I got to go get Tia from work, so it's over with. You right. know what I'm saying? So I helped her, but by the time I got done, everything was really done. Only thing was left was to take brush stuff over to the loft. You know what I'm saying? Because a uh, brother about to live in the loft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he was living with sis. So, um, yeah, so I did that, and then we just bounced and went to Columbus. Like, I think we left out of here like seven, got down there about nine. Mm-hmm. Nigga, party was jumping already because it started at eight, but party was jumping. His house is amazing. It looks, it looks great. Like, it was just, it was a backyard. He had the big projector out there. We watched the fight. We watched the uh, Golden State game. Yeah. Uh, he had mass liquor. They had the, he's a, he's an alpha. So, um, they had the alpha, alpha juice and shit. They had, a whole bunch of they bros, so you know they was in that fraternity little thing. And it's it was cool because I'm used to it because all my friends are alphas, so I'm right. used to it now. So it's like they screaming alpha shit. Shout out the alphas, shit. shout out the campus. <laughs> we know about so, that. We've yeah. been we've been to college. Yeah, we've been there. So they I um, Otis, yeah. I don't fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> the Iota's the one to do the middle finger shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't fuck with that nigga, man. Y'all gave me the middle finger. I felt the type of way. They got about to call the whole project down there. No, it's actually they one of their symbols, though. <laughs> it's it the is. middle finger. Yeah. I was about to call the whole project down there. I thought y'all niggas was giving me the finger. Somebody had to tell me, like, nah, uh, that's uh, their little side. That's the little side. <laughs> that shit weird, though. I was like, these niggas just thought it's just going hold up their middle fingers at us? Yeah, you don't say fuck me. Yeah, so uh, yeah, had a good time with them guys, man. Uh, it was it was a nice event. I stayed up to like four in the morning. I got about three hours of sleep, though. And then I'm I glad just you on fucking 
Jumped on the freeway. You showed up today, bro. Uh, you always show up. You said as long as I be here, you'll be here. Um, that's been the thing. Our consistency is fucking through the roof. Man, we don't, we don't play games. <laughs> we, we go show up, bro. I was telling, I was telling, uh, I don't know who I was talking to. I think I was talking to bro. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I want to get back on time because I want to show niggas that, nigga, you can do shit. And still get shit done. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you ain't got to put a pause on your life because you into one thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can literally go somewhere, far as fuck, and come back and be like, I'm still nobody ain't even know you left, though. Yeah. Like, And you, I got a story to tell. And I got a story to tell now. Like, I was over 100 miles away from y'all yesterday. Nigga, it was jumping. <laughs> I really appreciate you showing up. Uh, mama wanted to whoop my ass, of course. Oh, yeah. My mama gonna always want to whip your ass. She just was... That's Dave! Dave was out there drunk. I'm gonna beat his ass. I was I was wrecked. Yeah. Before last podcast. Pneumonia and shit. Uh, oh, yeah. And then it, it, it ain't help make it no better than my sister was there. So she right. got to witness it. And yeah. she gonna tell my mama all that. Like, yeah. I'm a I seen Dave, Dave, and Dave was drunk and stuck. And that, <laughs> oh, now you got a snitch on your hand. Yeah, Nobody would have known stop that. Snitching. <laughs> stop snitching. Stop snitching. Can't man. be around little sister and think yeah. she ain't gonna tell. <laughs> or I don't be snitching. Yeah, I don't be snitching on y'all when I be seeing y'all out doing shit. I don't be snitching on y'all. You better start. Stop snitching. <laughs> I better start. Start snitching on those girls, man. Uh, they, they'll snitch on you in 2.2 seconds. <laughs> my mental good. Uh, I fucking... I had to deal with the doctor. Smart procedure or whatever. Uh, that shit gets me so worked up. And my girl a nurse, so... Whenever the doctor is saying something, she just asks 50 million questions, bro. Questions that I wasn't thinking about, but needed to be asked. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have asked them myself, but she'd be like, hey, his blood pressure is... She done fucking putting the blood monitor thing on me (laughs) since I fucking left the hospital. They were saying uh, it might be rheumatoid arthritis or lupus. So now I had to get this whole fucking blood... I don't know what it's called, but I don't know. This blood thing, they had to check all my levels and shit. Oh, yeah, you get the blood test, yeah. Yeah, it came back. Everything was fine. I had a couple that was higher than normal. And no couple need to go down. But Mina was like, see, that's what I'm telling you. You can't eat salt. I'm like, calm down, bro. Like, the shit came back good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm already stressed about getting a shot. Like, I'm a tough-ass dude, bro. Uh, I played through the pain, but when they was like, we gonna stick this needle in your knee, I was like, what? <laughs> like, how long is the needle? She like, no, it's a very small needle. You'll be okay, I'm pretty sure. I'm looking to the right. <laughs> I got my head turned, like, oh, just do it real fast. Match. I'm so pussy about doctors, yeah, bro. It ain't it ain't even that bad, actually. It's it's uh cause the the pain of shots and all that shit is just a little prick. It's just a little like, it's to, like it's like getting stung by a bee and you like ouch. Well, that's different. You get stung ouch. by a bee is different. Them bitches ouches. That shit. A bee try to hurt you. These <laughs> these people was very nice, even getting the blood work 
for the blood test or whatever. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't want to get stuck with a needle two times in one day. And me, you know, it's like, if you don't do it now, you ain't going to do it. I'm like, you're right. Yeah, I'm in a spot. Get it all out. So I went to get the blood test. Man, that shit was, I see why hair on Addison. 2.2 seconds. Yeah, and it man, don't hurt. It really don't hurt. It, the, the part of the blood test that hurt is when they enter your vein. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they prick into that vein, that's the part they hurt. The skin don't hurt. It's like, it go through that. But if they hit your vein, you kind of feel that little, oh, shit. But then they stop, and then it be just blood running through your shit. But I see why Mina is being very, very uh, proactive. Because she knows that you don't go to the doctor, dude. So to have you in that space, she got to get it all done all at done. one time. Like, if I can get him here this one time, I got to figure it all out. So I know what I got to tell this nigga not to do. Like, no, you she can't have She was talking that. about primary physicians, who you can suggest. Yeah. Where need can them. we get them? You I'm, need that. Yeah, man. You bro. need them. She was Because them, them the people that's going to help you out. And when you got they a see prostate exam? I ain't never had one, but it's coming up. You that up. age, right? It's it's coming up. I think 50 is the age. Okay. All right. I think I, 50 is I've the been, age. I've been having weird dreams about <laughs> fucking a prostate get that, exam. I and know. that's just for prostate cancer and all that shit because yeah. that's a thing in males. But so you got to get that. 40 to 50 is the age. Yeah. All you right. can get it early, but that's just for people who eager. You know what I'm saying? I ain't eager. I just like shit. When I turn 50, I'm definitely going to... My doctor going to suggest it. I'm going to be like, fuck it. Let's get it done, bro. <laughs> you got to go on my ass. I guess I guess that's what's about to happen. Uh, I had to train some dudes. I normally work by myself doing what I do, but he knew I was going to be out for this little procedure Thursday and Friday. So he gave me some apprentices to train. And that is the weirdest shit ever, bro. Mm. To be training somebody who 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 makes almost as much as you make. Like, they're very close. Right. And to have to, like, look down on them. Like, you fucking that up. Do it this way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... I never thought I would have to do it, but you have to do it when you're a journeyman. Yeah. Man, that shit was so weird. And I was talking to these kids. I'm like, hey, everything I say, just imagine I'm saying please and thank you after. You know what I'm saying? So I let him go. He sent me one dude. I had him sticking with me. I was showing him. Then he sent me another dude. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to put y'all two together. Y'all going to go ahead and do a room adjacent to me. And if you got any questions, you can ask me questions while we on opposite sides of the room. Mm-hmm. This dude was asking me questions, and they were so dumb of questions. But it was me. I used to ask the dumb questions when yeah. I was an apprentice because I wanted to know. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't fucking something up. This is, you're, you are <clears throat> teaching at, the, at this time. When you're training, you're teaching. So... And they might know how to do it, but they just want a reassurance. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know exactly he know how to do was. it. I need that reassurance telling me that I did it right. Like, you did a good job. That was good. Yeah. Or you did that shit wrong. Look, this is an easier <laughs> way to do it. Let me yeah. tell you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and I gave them all the information that I had when I first started. But I made a couple fuck-ups. I've been on multiple floors uh, I think I started on, when I started in January, I was on the um, third or fourth floor. It might be 
30 apartments a floor. Now we on the eighth floor. Mm. So I have fucked up a bunch. So I know all the ways out. And I know, I understand the questions they asking. But when dude is asking me questions, I'm like, bro, it's common sense. Like, like nigga. But I, I'm still remembering at the same time, like, I remember when I had to figure this out and I fucked this up. So I'm telling him. And he like, uh, Dave, oh, I can't fit this, whatever. White dude, Akron, talk very weird. Bro, 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 hey, bro, <laughs> hey, bro. And I don't like to listen to people. Like, I keep my earbuds in. Most of the time, I'm listening to a podcast or audio book or whatever. So he asking me shit, and I, I, I will immediately get mad, like, you don't understand this, and then I'll be like, "Oh, I right. remember how I fucked it up." Right. So, <laughs> so you like, damn, I really do got to explain this shit. Yeah, I had to play teacher, and it was weird, but I realized I'm kind of good at that. I, I, I never thought I would be, but because I fuck up so much, and you I got all the mistakes in your hand in your in your playbook already. So the things that they're doing, you like, I did that before. It's no losses. <laughs> it's always lessons. Listen, it's it's cool. You yeah. You, you fucked up. I Let did me this tell shit. you why you <laughs> fucked up and why your brain is off right. and why I did it this way and and then like telling him and he he had a first year with him, so I got to explain to him. Tuesday, I think I got him. No, I think I got him. No, I got him Tuesday. Ran through the process, why we do things a certain way. Wednesday, uh, the foreman sent a first year up there, his first job he ever been on. He green as fuck. So it was beautiful for me to see how everything that I taught this other dude uh, Steph or whatever his name is, he was able to relate to, to this first guy, year. Uh, yeah. And he was saying it as though he knew it, but I knew but he didn't knew, know it he, he got because it the you. day before he was fucking it all up. Yeah, but that means he got it though. But he got it. I got it. I yeah. got I got it today and today I am a plumber, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> so we got the piggyback rooms. That shit was cool. Like I was I left them on their own. Seth would come to me like, hey, man, um, this ain't working out. I got to... And I'm like, hey, it's got to go here. You got to figure it out. You're the foreman, per se, in yeah. front of this this first year. Like, act like you know it. What what would I do? What would I tell you to do? And he'd just sit back and think about it. And he'd be like, I probably can put it right here, right? And I'm like, yeah, there you yeah. go. All right, yeah. You know what I'm Got to make them use their brain, because if you just go ahead and just be like, Niggas just wanted you to tell them to do everything instead of really thinking about it. Like when somebody can't tell you it, then you're on your own. Mm -hmm. Now you're left to figure it out. Now I want you to figure it out while I'm here. We can talk through it, but just fuck it up. Uh, figure it out. It's how Josh taught me. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm becoming Josh now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I let the apprentices fuck it up, and I'd be like, "We can fix it." And we fix it. And then Here's once you why fix you it, fucked it up, and you'd be like, "Oh, and that's a learning lesson for them." Mm -hmm. So they sitting there like, 
damn, I'll never do that again. And if I do do it again, I know how to fix it. And it's a learning lesson for me on how to instruct people better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What what didn't I convey that led you to fuck this up so bad? You'll be a foreman one day. Watch. You're going to be on the job like, I thought I'd never be a foreman, but I done taught so many motherfuckers. They like, shit, here go the job. <laughs> uh, so fly shit I did nothing I done stayed in the house bro I put myself on financial punishment yeah, I'm glad you did like Boosie uh, said <laughs> I, I, I did go out and buy a, a air fryer okay. I had put the air fryer on top of the refrigerator meaning open the refrigerator oh yeah you said night, it broke Yeah, and it broke uh. it, my fault really should have been her fault you got to pay attention to your surroundings, but we're not going to go into detail. Details of who fought it is. Just know it needs to, we need another. So I was like, uh, after my little procedure or whatever, I was like, I'm going to go buy an air fryer. Went out to a couple stores. I went to BJ's. They didn't have one. Went to Walmart. They was too high. Um, went to Sam's Club. They was too high. Mina was tired of driving me around. She like, should we go to Target? I'm like, yeah, let's try Target. Target always good. Bro, went to Target, found the best air fryer mm-hmm. slash baker, roaster. <laughs> it's everything in one. <laughs> Bro, it got uh, a little uh, uh, thermometer mm-hmm. that you can stick inside the meat. Yeah. Uh, so you, you say those... you want it at a certain temperature. Yeah. That bitch will tell you before it get to that temperature, like, hey, you need to take the meat out and then let it sit for five minutes. And it'll be at that And it'll get to that. Man. Oh, my man. God. I've been we got, playing with we this. Got them, we got them. We got. When I worked in the kitchen, we got the big industrial air fryers. Uh-huh. So that's how they cook a lot of the food. It's like this big old. It's huge. Yeah. And they have the little thing. And you take it and you put it in one piece of the meat. It don't matter how much meat you got, you just put it in one piece. Mm-hmm. And the buzzer goes off when you get to that temperature, like boop. And then it's time to take that boy out. Man, this shit is a game. I can't wait to go home today. I brought a. You got to have a one inch steak, one inch thick steak, or thicker. You can't have thinner. I went to go yeah, buy. Yeah, because that, 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 that piece has to go in there and actually be able to take that temperature right. I went to go buy a fat-ass steak, bro. I can't wait to go you home. You about to go I'm cook like, that. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, crazy shit I seen. We always talking about the future on here. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to come in here with conversations that we record on one day and released a few days later. So we always trying to talk about the headlines that's gonna be, the, the, the shit that's gonna come up. Did you see that fucking Russia, the Kremlin, got hit by a drone? Uh, the, no. Yeah, the Kremlin, uh, that's the head. It's almost like if we had to equate it to anything, it's like the Pentagon here or the White House here. It's uh, the head building in Russia. Um, I think it was Wednesday of this week, so it'll be a week ago when we talk about it, when you hear it. Um, A drone flew, two drones actually flew into the top of it and exploded. Mm. And uh, Russia was saying that it was Ukraine, 
Ukraine was saying it was definitely not us. We don't we don't go on the offense. We're mostly defense. But the fact that drones hit the Kremlin, which is the equivalent of our Pentagon or White House, is fucking crazy. Yeah, bro. just for it to get to that point, yeah. Like we've been talking about this shit for a long time. Like Russia is not to be played with. They're a nuclear uh power uh they have the most nukes next to us. Um, they remain uh, not capitalist, but it's communist. Um, uh, I, I would say communist. I will, I will be safe saying that. They control the media, all the companies. They control the people, uh, the outcome of wealth. So it's basically communist. For them to be releasing a story saying that two drones hit their biggest building, most uh, protected building, is scary as mm-hmm. fuck, bro. Yeah, like, very. I, I think it's a cause for them to welcome China to provide aid. Like, they're saying that these drones couldn't have come from Ukraine. They had to have US technology. That's dragging us into the whole UN um, protecting nations thing. Like, this shit is getting scarier and scarier by the second, man. And I I think we just walk around thinking about uh, our U.S. debt ceiling and the interest rate of houses, but we not looking at the global scale of things, of what's going on around us. Should we be? Yes. I don't think so. I think that we should be worrying about our own shit. I don't think... I, I'm talking about us as citizens. I ain't talking about the U.S. as the Army. They should be handling that. But us as citizens, I think we should just be sitting back and, and trying to figure out how we going to get ourselves as a nation back to where we need to be. I agree with what you're saying, but if we don't pay attention to what's going on internationally we will be dragged into war. Like, we all thought that it was weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. And that's why we wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. Comes to find out that it wasn't. Uh, the secretary, uh, the vice president, um, what was his name? Dick Cheney mm-hmm. was a part of Halliburton and he wanted to sell weapons weapons need to have a war so he wanted to go to war so we went to war in Iraq as a complete farce it was it wasn't a, a thing that needed to be done it was no weapons of mass destruction there they didn't have no nukes uh Saddam was hiding in the cave when we found him like uh yeah all that shit was about oil though <laughs> I think yeah so we have to be cognizant of why we're going to war with these people yeah we have to be aware of why we're pushing the button at Russia, supporting Ukraine, when we don't really have to. We ain't got to, right. And and how they see it as the United States is fighting a war against us without fighting, actually. Yeah, they they, they aid in the war. But then, you know, the one guy came and said that they had troops on the ground, too, so... And he snitched on that part. So it was like, dude, we actually in it. 
but they ain't telling us we in it. Right. Right. Yeah, I get I get both sides of it. I think we definitely overstep our boundaries in some uh occupations of territories across the world. We did it with Haiti, we did it with Afghanistan. Um I think we just like to flex yeah. on countries. And it, and that's and it's weird because we are we we are the powerhouse of the country that of all the countries, supposedly. But we but, can't we can't defeat homelessness. Yeah, because you know when it, it, that's that's the that inner shit that they, that that's what keeps the world that's what keeps our nation moving. We gotta have poverty. We got to to them. Mm-hmm. We don't to us. We don't, that shit could be going going away. We can get rid of it. Yeah. But to them, it's like if we gave everybody a chance to be uh, at least middle class. If everybody was middle class, then we we kind of giving up our statuses to the people who are actually middle class and making somebody else middle class that they feel like don't deserve it. And it's like, dude, how you know he don't deserve it? How you, what's, you don't even know his life and how he got to that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, or her. I'm, I'm saying him, but her and him. I think we need to do better of managing our own population, our own inflation, uh, the housing rates is crazy. Uh, interest rates is crazy. We're about to have to vote on the debt ceiling again. Um, mm-hmm. We're we're at a point where we might have to show the rest of the world that we can't pay back our debts and we won't have that triple uh, A debt rating, uh, interest rating. Uh, it's, so fucking crazy right now. I think that we should be focusing on home. Uh, they're saying the Santos and Trump is the Republican nominees and Biden and I can't even think of the other, but Biden's running for president again. Like we're so fucked up here. I don't understand why we fucking with other places. We mm-hmm. We don't we need to focus our full attention to the American people. Uh, last time we talked, last episode, we was talking about the shooting in Texas. Uh, they caught that guy. But since then, it's been other mass shootings. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> we kind of need to get this thing here. Under control. Before we worry about controlling anywhere else. Yeah, because we, nigga, with, without them, we killing, our, we killing everybody in our own country. Yeah, yeah. So it ain't even about that. It's like, dude, we don't know how to be. And I'm like, dude, why don't we know how to just be, you know what I'm saying, cool and calm and just be together, you know what I'm saying? But I get it because we, we come from a background of a lot of bullshit that with all races. It ain't just black people. Black people was done bad. There's a lot of races that was done bad here though. And and so minorities, period. And uh white people just wanted to be their nation. Like this is my nation. It's nobody else's nation but ours. But y'all stole everything. And that's why we can't get together because y'all don't want to admit to y'all faults that y'all stole it all. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all stole everything that y'all got. Yeah, I think John Legazamo, I think is it What's his name? Actor. We know him from a bunch of movies. Very cool dude with the culture. He's always been cool. 
but he was saying, um, why, why didn't uh, think of this Marvel portray? Uh, they had actors that was black, brown, black. I'll say black portraying brown uh, characters in the movie. And he was like, fuck, that, that should have been us. And looking at it from the scale of a minority, how we always try to fight to be included in something, I was like, he fucking right. Like, I watched uh, Exodus. It's a movie uh, about Egypt. And all the actors was white or Latino, but they didn't have nobody portraying um, the Egyptian gods being a black person, a person of color. Um, and it was just like, I get it. Like, sometimes we fight so hard to be a part of something, but you don't include the people who's a part of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we <clears throat> we exclude the people who actually had some ties to that thing. And that can lead them to feel a type of way. And I understand feeling the type of way about being excluded from something that's a part of your heritage, your your uh, upbringing, your culture, how that can make you extremely mad. Um, you wanna voice your opinion and get it out there that uh, you feel that exclusion. And when you're not being heard, it, it just infuriates you. It, it, it makes you super duper mad and I, I was able to relate with him. Like, uh, I get it. At first I heard it, I'm like, bro, you tripping. Like, they're, they're shedding light on a part of your history that nobody knows about. But when they're not using you as a part of that history, I can see how that'll fucking sing you into a, a rage. Mm. Uh, uh, a, a disconnection with the media and how they portray certain events. And I was like, I see it, man. Mm -hmm. They try to wipe us out the history all the time. I don't want to go too deep, but they try to wipe us out the history all the time. Man. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I'm not for it. It's the it's the it's the lie. The lie that that the lie of our nation is to cover to keep that lie alive because if we expose what the lie really is, yeah, it 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 dampers the whole existence of the other race. History is really his story. Like mm -hmm. whoever get to tell it, whoever you get know to what I'm tell saying, it. Yeah. that that's his story. Yeah, it's not the actual events of shit that happened. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go too weird. Uh, good shit I heard. Uh, uh, we got a few people trying to buy BET. Yes, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, I think it was 
Who was those three? It was three of them. Busta, Jay Z. No. No. It was. Um, Damn, we ain't got my info, dude. Here. Right. I can't even tell you who that person was. It's three of them. Yeah. Um, they were trying to uh, put their money together to buy BET. I'm I'm looking for it right now. Um, and I think that's dope if they get it though. I yeah. want to say Snoop Dogg is part of that. I, I don't know who it is. And of course, as soon as I open my phone, I start getting a bunch of messages. Uh, yeah, hey, but... y'all should uh, call the line to uh, 216-727-7160. You can uh, leave a text message, drop a, a voicemail. You can call. We'll answer all questions online. Uh, we really want y'all to be a part of this thing. I know it's difficult. You listen to it and be like, oh, I think Dave's a fucking idiot. I, I really want to tell him something. You can always call that number. Again, it's a 216-727-7160. We will love your feedback. Um, Tyler Perry and... Yes. Byron Allen yes. are also interested in buying BET Paramount Global. 50 Cent, Joyce, Shaquille O'Neal, and King and Barris. Yeah, yeah. And a push to buy BET. So it's it's a, actually, it's a lot of bidders. It's a lot of people in on this. It ain't just them, but they are big players in the situation. They grouped together and got that done. Um, but... Uh, Tyler Perry and Byron Allen is is one is two of the people that's trying to buy it, um, and I I think rightfully so. I think we need to have black people owning BT. I thought it was always black owned. I, I mean, they you know, they never really give us things. Yeah, they just they they put they put a black person in the forefront, but we don't really own it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like we need to own. They don't want us to own these networks. If, if you notice, a lot of people who try to buy networks end up in a sticky situation <laughs> every time. They they or find dead. they they find dirt on you, and they be like, "Nah, you ain't gonna get this off because we can't give that away to you because that's millions of dollars, dude, that we give away if we get you a network and you start killing them on that network." Oprah knows she yes. has her own network. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Tyler Perry knows because he has uh, his own a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Tyler Perry. You know what I'm saying? And actually, 50 Cent knows because he just bought a big ass warehouse because he's about to start the G Unit uh, studio. Shout out 50 for uh, making major moves. He, he had problems with stars. He had problems with what was the other network? Uh, HBO. Uh, I wouldn't know. He know. had problems with stars. He had problems with another network. Now he's finally finally doing his own thing, created his own studio. He's partnering with Fox. Mm-hmm. And now he's about to release a bunch of shit. Yeah. Uh, he has um, BMF. He has uh, Power. He has a new show that he's starting with... Uh, a female, uh, what is it called? A, a sports agent mm. that just got somebody the big bag. Mm. I can't think of how much, but she she her first deal 
or one of her first deals with the athlete got him the big bag. Mm. And 50 was like, he told stars, like, this is going to be the next big story to tell. Stars didn't want to tell it. They didn't believe in him. He took that shit to Fox. Uh, shout out, man, Fifth. He taking, a, he taking a page out of Tyler Perry's book. Yes, you, sir. You, you go and you build your own shit. Fuck trying to, you know what I'm saying, get a bag off somebody else's, you know what I'm saying, work. You get your own workers and you do your own thing. You put your own people on, you know what I'm saying, because it's so much talent out here. It's so much content that's created just on the internet with TikTok and Facebook and, and Instagram and Snapchat. Like, it's a lot of talent being created that ain't being exposed in the real uh in the real realm of movies or entertainment. They're only exposed on the internet. You know what I'm saying? And these people don't want they don't want to give people chances. And I think 50 Cent is 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 trying to him and Tyler Perry are trying to give people chances that we never knew that was even out here. It's a lot of actors that deserve that. Yeah, man. I I always salute that dude Fifth or uh, Tyler Perry. Uh, a lot of people got shit to say about Tyler Perry. I don't give a fuck about none of that. That man have created uh, life changing situations for a lot of people who a look just people. like us, man. Um, he he's known more for giving back than what he is known for taking. Like, everybody talk about his estate down there, but then again, everybody talks about the line he created with Medea mm -hmm. and the the movies where he put people who probably would be overlooked in situations to where they have life-changing characters that we will remember forever. And <clears throat> coming from homelessness to buying a piece of piece of property that uh was a plantation it's just motivation for all of us like we can all do that though mm -hmm. we can if we really really put our mind to it we can overcome every bounder every obstacle every every hurdle that they put in front of us we can overcome that shit. Yeah, right? you just got to put your mind to it and be and and really put your your head down and your feet forward and just go at it. Um, and don't and don't be distracted. Uh, Rick Ross was just talking about that on one of his posts. He was like, "Them distractions. If you can get away from those distractions, you can do anything you want to do. Just stay away from distractions. Stuff that don't really don't even fucking matter." And I think that's what that's what the internet creates distractions for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you will be looking on the internet, you start you start feeling depressed because you see somebody <laughs> that you know that you Say think that. is doing better than you, but they really not because it's just all a facade. You you see you see women on there and their bodies is amazing. They probably photoshopped or they might be BBLs. I don't know, but women get insecure and then they want to go do crazy stuff to themselves. So I think the internet creates this monster of a of an insecure world uh, that we live in. Like everybody's insecure and wants to be better than the next man. When you should just live your truth, live who That's you it, are, man. You just gotta be comfortable in your own skin. Like no matter what's going on, no matter what's going on around you, uh, what you perceive as competition, 
you have to be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. Like, that's the most important thing. Like, looking in the mirror and being okay with who you are, knowing your faults, knowing what you need to improve on, uh, what you need to do to get better, what you're doing better than most people. Like, sometimes you got to pat yourself on the back. You can't expect everybody to give you your flowers. You got to sometimes just have your own flowers. You got to have your own flowers in place. Like, dude, I know what I'm doing. I know I'm doing a good job. I don't need nobody to tell me that. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people look for that validation. And that's, it's weird because I don't, I don't come, I don't do what I do for validation. You know what I'm saying? I do what I do because this is who I am. You know what I'm saying? This is what I do. This is how I want to do it. And uh, there's, I I don't need no awards. I definitely don't even care about none of that shit. I like it. I'm not going to lie. I like when my friends be like, uh, damn, man, Dave, you really... Like, it feel good, but I I don't need that. I don't don't get uh, displaced in in my day-to-day activities if I don't hear that text message of, affirmation from my friends like you did something like i know what i do bro i know going to work every day and uh, and showing up mm-hmm. when i'm supposed to and uh, being that friend that you can you know call text rely on like i know i don't have to put that shit out there like if somebody called me and asked me for a favor i don't I don't have to show the world like, hey, look what I did for X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't even bring it up to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's done. We got it done. I'm glad I can help. What What's the next problem? You know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta if we gonna do this shit together, we gonna do life together. Let's do it together. And that's what I appreciate most about my friends, um, the relationships I have. It's no tick for tat type shit. Like, Boosa do something for me. He gave me the stand socks. You know what I'm saying? How like, do how those treat you? Amazing. Them bitches is amazing, ain't they? <laughs> Mina said it's crazy. It say left and right. It yeah. got the L and the R on there. You gotta put them on the right foot too. You can't you can't put them on the wrong feet though. They like shoes. See like. Boosie brought you some socks. Why he buy you some socks? I'm like, because my friends love me. Yeah, like, I'm not to be the best liked. socks in the world. Right? I'm telling yeah. you, dude. They comfortable as fuck. You put them bitches on, they like hug your foot. Like, oh shit. Don't you worry. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting you a wallet that's going to change your life. I know you love your wallet and you like, fuck that wallet you got. That shit too small. It can't carry cars, but. I got I got it coming up, but hey, I just I, I like to bless people with what I find out. It, that was just something that I found out. And anytime I'm around somebody uh that's a male, I even I gave a pair to my mom one time. I she actually seen one of my pair that I had just bought and she tried them on while she was over my house. And she put them on, she was like, These are comfortable. I was like, Man, you can have them. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and keep them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they they are some comfortable socks, and you need comfortable socks. You old. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sometimes you got to treat yourself, man. We spend a lot yeah. of money. And it, it's nothing. It's 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 just a little token of, of comfort. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to comfort you. Like, dude, I know life is hard. We stand on our feet as black people all day. 
because we working. We making shit happen. You know what I'm saying? We don't get the luxury of just laying back and sitting on nobody's beach all day. You know what I'm saying? We got to... So, make it as comfortable as possible. I even try to suggest shoes for people to buy. Like, nigga, buy these shoes. These bitches comfortable. Well, <laughs> Bosey got a lot of shoes. Comfortable, uh, bro. <clears throat> giving to each other. Uh, helping each other. Just made me think of a little situation I heard about. Uh, Chris Brown recently had a birthday party. Oh, yeah, and, and Usher and him got into it. Yeah, yeah I seen he was that. talking crazy to Tiana Taylor, and Usher tried to, you know, give him some words of encouragement. And he was like, fuck that. <laughs> Chris Brown got a little upset. They say Chris Brown team uh, got into a little scuffle, a kerfuffle mm-hmm. with uh, Usher. He left with a bloody nose. Yeah, I, I don't... What's up he, with these he, artists, he, bro? He still performed at Usher's event. So, I mean, I don't know how far that got. I don't think it... I, I don't think that that situation was a Chris Brown and uh, Usher situation. I think it was a Usher and Chris Brown people who felt like they needed to check Usher for, for Chris Brown. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't really Chris Brown checking Usher. Like, it was like... Oh, I ain't even got to check you. I don't know why he trying to stop me. This nigga trying to stop me. I, then somebody go over there and be like, nigga, don't touch my nigga. You see you was touching him, don't touch him. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sometimes people get a little too uh, involved in situations trying to prove their right. worthiness. You know what I'm saying? But... You shouldn't be talking to Tiana. Right. Like he that. was just protecting the black woman like Usher should, because that's the type of person he is. And uh, I don't know what the spat. I can see Tiana being a handful um, in any situation. I can yes. see her being a handful. Yes. And I can see if it's a lot of star power in the room. If you being a handful around the wrong person, they gonna check you on that 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 shit that you be on. And she probably, I, this is my speculation, she probably was on that, and Chris Brown wasn't having that. You know what I'm saying? So he probably was cussing her ass out, like, Bitch, you at my party. What are you doing? Like, this is me, nigga. I, so, and then Usher just happened to be in the midst of it. Like, hey, calm on, down, Chris bro. Brown, calm down, bro. He like, man, get your hands off me, <laughs> you fucking rascal. Like, get the fuck off me. Herpy ass, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said but, that. You know, I'll take but, that back. But you... <laughs> But you, but you know that uh, it all could be... Everything has a reason for happening. Uh, they were talking about a Chris Brown and Usher versus. Yeah. So you can look at that as, like, fuel for that. Like, all right, I'll do a versus against this nigga, and we'll be just beefing, you know what I'm saying, like that. You know what I'm saying? Speaking but, of versus, uh, Swizzy just was on... Swiss Beats was just on uh, The Breakfast Club. And, you know, he's the... Founder, him and Timberland yeah. is the founder of uh, Versus, and he was saying that they're talking about upcoming shit and how they're going to make it better. And one of the possible uh, verses they were talking about on air, uh, DJ Envy and Charlemagne, the guy, asked him about uh, Lil Wayne versus Fifty Cent. Mm-mm. 
How do you think that's going to nah, work? It's not a thing. It can't be a thing. That's not even two people that can be in the same realm of each, as each other. It'd have to be a 50 and, I mean, uh, a, a Lil Wayne and Jay-Z spat. You know what I'm saying? Like so you that. saying Lil Wayne to just watch 50? Huh? I, I, I'm just really? asking for he the, the, the vibers. He would. I, I believe so, too. He would, I, we would I, watch him, and he probably would watch him with freestyling. He probably ain't got to say none of his songs. He'd probably go out there and just freestyle on this nigga. They were like, saying... Uh, I'm an animal. 50 got that Get Rich or Die trying, and Totally dope album. Physical totally presence. Bigger presence than Lil Wayne. Wayne is short, small, nah, has petite. Uh, I shouldn't use petite with a guy, but he's he's skinny and little, and 50 is a, a big dude. They were saying, like, how could Wayne stand next to him physically and spit them bars? Man, Wayne going to do it. Wayne going to do whatever he got to do. Wayne just did a... He ought, Speaking of Wayne, he just did an interview. He's he did an interview with uh uh Missy Elliott. And um I don't think that released yet. They've been showing clips of it. And um he just been saying like she asked him like what do what do you want to accomplish out of you being like what are, out of your career? And he's like, I just wanna be known as the best rapper ever. Ever. I don't want I don't want nobody to have no disputes about it. Lil Wayne is the best rapper ever. And I was like, damn, that's a big goal, dude. Coming but it's reachable. It's reachable because of for who he Wayne. Is. Because he, he he influenced the culture in such a way that it it, it kind of is like, yes. You know what Wiz, I'm saying? Like, Wiz Khalifa was just on uh, Drink Champs. Shout out Drink Champs. Amazing podcast. If you not help, go get help. Uh, Nori does a really good job of interviewing people. But he had Wiz Khalifa on there, and one of their games is uh, he asked you a question. If if you decide to choose neutral in the question, you normally have to take a shot. But Wiz uh, don't drink, so he was just smoking out this uka thing. Mm -hmm. He'd take like five hits out of it. And one of the questions was, Drake or Wayne? And he was like, Wayne. Like, Wayne birthed Drake. Birthed him. Wayne made the sound that a bunch of people are riding. You know what I'm saying? Like, that harmonizing. They even asked him about... uh, Bone or three, six. I I can't think. But when he answered the question, I think it was bone and three six, and he said bone. But he had mentioned that they was the first ones harmonizing. I was like, nah, nah, nah. Like it was people harmonizing before bone. They just made it uh, a staple. Of of their uh they they did it they did it thuggishly. Yes. Like I mean you all you had some rappers that was doing it, but they Biggie, did it. Biggie had did it on that uh player haters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Player haters. Yeah, he wasn't really harmonizing on that. He was Turn just he was just around. he was just singing uh, it, it's one of them funny around. songs. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I can't you believe Biggie rock. thought he could sing. Yeah. But it worked though. Yeah. So so people have been doing it before, Bone. But incorporating that into your catalog, I think Wayne has to be the pioneer of it on some street shit. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> he got joints since he was 14. Where mm-hmm. he was harmonizing. You know what I'm saying? The the Block is Hot album. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when he wasn't cussing. Um, I, I think when they say harmonizing, if you look at if you look at what they're saying, harmonizing, that means that you're singing mm-hmm. and you have harmonies under you. Mm-hmm. Like Wayne was, wasn't doing that. He wasn't doing harmonies under him. Everybody was kind of trying to sing a song and rap at the same time, but... Lollipop? Bone was one of the first groups to make that a thing where you kind of like was harmonized as a group and y'all singing. You know what I'm saying? Like and and y'all rapping real, real fast. So I get it. I, we're we're Cleveland fans, so we want to put that on bone, but uh who was do or die? Uh the Chicago group? Yeah, do or die was the Chicago Chicago group. They was out when Bone was out though. But they were out slightly before Bone. It, nah, they was out when Bone was out. I remember because I remember buying both albums. I remember actually buying the Bone album before I bought that Do or Die album. So you talking? Uh, I was still I was still living on Dub. East ninety ninety nine. East ninety ninety nine was the first album I heard a lot of harmonizing on. Then when Do or Die came out, a little bit after that, they came out a little bit after that though. And they was doing kind of crucial the same conflict thing. came out after crucial, that too. Crucial conflict was cool too, but you know who? Uh, field, field mob, field mob. They were another group who did a lot of harmonizing and singing in their in their music. That's what I'm saying. Like it can't. Bone made it famous. Bone took it to the level that when we talk about all these other groups, these are basically some underground shit. Yeah, a lot we're of people talking underground. Went, a lot of people weren't hip. They were hip, but they weren't we're showing our hip hop history right now. Bone was worldwide. Like everybody knew who Bone was. Though they were, you're right. They had songs with Pac, Big. It's it's big when you get to the, those. Pac levels. and Big. Yeah, both. Don't 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 say that slightly. Yeah. They had songs with Pac and. And big. for those guys to reach out to Bone Thugs and be like, I gotta get a song with them. They're they're dope. That's dope. That that. Who else had songs with both of them? Pac and Big. Method Man? Did Meth do that? Yeah, I think he had he had one with Big. Did he have one with Pac? Uh, I hmm. think he did have one with Pac. Fucking Ryan. Not here hmm. today. We got a fucking... That's weird. Yeah, but I mean, Bone, they had that sound. It was yes. a sound that nobody else had, and they rapped real fast. So it was like, all right, this is a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. we got to ride this thing until, it, until the wheels fall off. And they rode it until the wheels fell off. Uh, some other shit. Uh, Rabbit Hole is a TV show. You gotta watch. Now you can catch up. Uh, it's enough enough episodes to where you can get locked in and um understand where the story is going. Please do not fall behind on this shit. It is amazing. Um. The Lakers, hmm. one one, 
Is it 1-1? One, one? No, it's 2-1. Lakers won last night. 2-1? Two, 2-1. One? Two, one. Lakers up. What? Yeah. They beat they beat them boys by 30 points last night. LBJ versus Steph. Um, I said Steph was an android sent from the future to uh, stop LeBron James in his track from getting uh, a championship. Now they're 2-1. We're going to... I, I, I think it equates to... The Lakers can win this series because they have a lot of power on their squad, but everybody got to play their role. Uh, LeBron is older. He can't do it all by himself, so he needs AD to always step up. Yes, sir. He needs all these people to kind of step up and do their job. Yes, sir. And uh, so since AD last night stepped up, and that's another reason why they won, you know what I'm saying? They had their bench in most of the fourth quarter, dude. They was... The bench was playing. Brian was chilling. And Golden State set they bench, they they players down too. Because they knew they had already lost. They was down. So it's like, man, ain't no way we're gonna catch these guys. The bench playing good. The 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 starters playing good. We can't lose. We can't win this game. So it was a it was a good game, man. And uh it was just it, it was nice to I wanna see Brian win another championship in LA. Um, we are though. Uh Side note, uh, Bronny's going to USC. Yes, sir. He's committed to USC. Congratulations, Bronny. Shout um, out, Bronny. Brian said it is his, as he knows it and as he has ever known, Bronny is the first one in his family ever to go to college. Hmm. First one ever. He was like, this would be the first James in my family. I don't know. If my great-great-great-grandparents ever did that, I have no idea. But as I know it, Bronny is the first one out of the James family to ever go to college. That generational wealth. Man. And I'm like, wow. And then he has, Bronny has like 5.2 million in NIL deals. Whoa! Already. And Already. He ain't, even, he ain't even entered college yet. And they talking about using Bronny in a way of, they, they're saying that he's, He's a he's he's not gonna be more on the offensive side at USC. They're gonna use him more as defense and to run the offense. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what that's he's different. really really good at. You know what I'm saying? Like his offense is amazing. We see that on 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 it. But when you get to the college level, it's a different type of game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we For gotta sure. use you how we can use you. And if you develop to be this score, because they saying he's not a scorer like his dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he can score. But he runs offense better than most. You know what I'm saying? So it's like oh, they'll use him amazing. in that way. That's amazing. Yeah, man. so and they said that he ain't the only one. It's Bronny. Uh Carmelo kid. Uh not any it ain't it is it was five of them. It was Bronny's kid. Oh, uh Dwayne Wade's kid, my bad. Uh no. I'm talking about that's that's projected in the 2024 NF, uh, NBA draft. These are kids who Going to college now, but they're projected to go. To the they NBA. say they say he Bronny could go at the tenth pick right as of right now mock trial tenth pick in the NFL in the NBA draft. You know what I'm saying? Bronny Bron said, "I'm playing wherever Bronny go. It ain't even about the money. I just want to play with my son. So wherever Bronny go, Bron's getting traded there. That's where he going. Shout out me, man. And he don't even care." I always said he wanted to play with his kid. He's going to play a year with now, his like, kid. He like, dude, I don't even care about money. And then he's going to be owner the of the Cavs. 
He's he's going to buy the cast. It's my speaking of that. Dan Gilbert's son died. Sheesh. He was twenty six. I just seen that today. Yeah, his son died. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I just seen that. But yeah, so Bronny got he had a lot. Of, he had an eventful day yesterday. He was he won the game, and then his son was going to, and his son was at the game. You know what I'm saying? So it was nice to see like. He seen his dad perform, and he was pumped. Like, yeah, my daddy out there balling. So that was good, though. Yeah, man. I want to see Brian play with his kid. I want to see him uh, own the Cavs. Uh, fuck. I didn't know about Dan Gerber's kid. Yeah, uh, that, was, that just that popped up on my timeline this morning, though. So I, I had to shout that out. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Um Prayers to Dan Gilbert. You should never see your kids die. Mm-hmm. You should definitely go before your kids. Uh, I was looking for a question. We out of questions. Shut the hell up. Ain't the, nothing in there. It ain't nothing in here. We done finally got up out of that bag. Yeah, we, we got out the bag. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> let me think of a question that I can ask. My engineer, who's better than yours, my co-host, uh, we holding it down by ourselves today. I know y'all wanted to hear Moni's mouth, but fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> we can do this shit by ourselves. Hell yeah, uh, all the time. It's nothing. Uh, what's the, oh no, I got the book right in front of me. I uh, had the Forty Eight Laws of Power as a staple on the table for a long time. I'm gonna just. Uh, Flick to one. Use absence to increase respect and honor. Too much circulation makes the price go down. The more you are heard from, the more common your opinion appears. If you already established, if you are already established as a group, temporarily withdraw from it will make you more talked about, even more admired. You must learn to leave and create value through uh, sacrity? I guess it's secrecy. I don't know. Uh, that's, the way, that's, that's, that's good. That speaks to me right The there. way that law interprets <laughs> to me what, what, is, what law is that one? Uh, that was law 14. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, a good law. I, I really, I live by, I actually live by that. Yes, sir. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing much. And, and I'm only heard from on Wednesdays. You, you know what I'm saying? You hear me on Wednesday because I'm right here. But you will barely see me because I feel like the price of me shouldn't be out there as often as I could be. Because I can be outside all the time, literally. Like, the way that, the way that I'm set up and the way that my, my little brother is set up and how he he's he's always outside. He's the face yeah. of the Smiths. And he go. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day... Your, your stock is going down, bro, because you're too much out there. You got to let them miss you for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Let, it, them, let them feel like you ain't you you on some other shit. It reminds me of when you went to Columbus and you uh, linked with Link. <laughs> no, link, pun with link. <laughs> no pun intended. And that was uh, Law 16. I'm sorry, I said okay. 14. Uh, people acted in a different way. Because you was down there, and they, they like fuck. Me. We they got like, boost it's, down here. It's special. It's something special going on. It was like that yesterday. I put that on everything. I went to this party, nigga, and yesterday, all the niggas ain't seen me in years. They walked up to me like, "You look good, bro. I ain't seen you in so long." Like, 
Yeah, I'm around, but I'm not around. You know what I'm saying? Unless doing you got my, my own thing. Unless you got my number and you reach out, you ain't going to find me, for real. <laughs> Jay-Z is a perfect example of that. Perfect example. Like, you only get bits and pieces of his life through interviews where he share his time with other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh his his being rare, his his obscurity from popular culture is the thing that makes every time he pop up, you like, oh, I I gotta fuck with this. Jay Z is a piece of art. Yeah, that's what that's exactly why yeah. he made Picasso, baby. I'm <laughs> telling you, yeah. he's a piece of art, bro. You 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 can see him in other countries paparazzi snapping pictures, him on vacation or doing whatever he's doing. But a lot of times, most of all, you'll see him mostly in business moves or meetings or around business people, and that's probably business. And But you won't, you not let into that man's life at all. Like, you know, we still don't even know his kids like that. Yeah. And usually when famous people have kids, you know their kids. Yeah, like, you see Blue. You, you'll you see the twins. You see them You see them growing up when they pop up. Like, I have still haven't seen the twins but one time, and that's when they was babies. I don't even know how they, what they look like now. You right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you barely see them. You start to see Blue now because she's older, and she yeah. wants to come out with her dad and go to these events, and he bringing her out like, all right, you can go with me. Come on. You know what I'm saying? But... It's still like weird, like Beyonce and Jay Z got three kids, and you rarely even know what's going on with any of them. Like you don't know nothing. You just starting to hear about Kanye's kid. You know what I'm saying? But Kanye is one of them people who put himself he out, out there. there. Yeah, he out there. That's why he's being crucified right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at the end of the day, we seen too much of you. You did too much. When Jay-Z, all Jay-Z moves is underground. That's why he's a billionaire and how he moved because he like, I move, I make the money. You know what I'm saying? I, I drop an album. Now, it used to be once a year, but now it's like once every, when I get an album mode. Whenever, whenever I feel like it. And if it happens, then it's going out, of, it's selling out the fucking Wuha. Like, nigga, this is, I ain't heard Jay-Z nothing new in a long time. Man. Uh... <laughs> We are here to provide you a quality conversation every week. Uh, You see what it is. If it's just me and Boost, or we're blessed to have Ryan and Monica down here, you can lock in to a quality conversation. Um, If you feel like you want to be a part of the conversation, you can always reach out, 216-727-727. 7160 you can leave a voice message a text message uh even if you just shoot the gb7 podcast uh a kind inbox word. on on words. facebooks yeah send us some kind words send us some bad send, words send, right? us, send us some criticism yeah. we want to know what we're doing wrong so we can fix it we it really enjoy uh bringing y'all content and having a conversation with y'all we really enjoy feedback from y'all. Um, we really enjoy doing this thing. That's the most important. Yeah. Like, it's it's our time, your time. Thank you for listening. It's the GB7 podcast. Lock in. It's the GB7. What, 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 what? Ow. Ow. <laughs> <laughs>